0: Okay, hallelujah. So you're here just because you are saved by the grace of God, number one. Okay, I would like to put this into remembrance and you putting it into remembrance over your thought life. Okay, para tayo dun sa concept ng naka natin religion, Catholicism doctrine, okay, and protest protestant doctrine and then it became a mixture okay and then stop protesting about what we have been given in Christ Jesus because we have been too comfortable into these things about what Jesus did for us okay we have heard so much about the cross what the cross did for us that through the cross Jesus went to the cross so that all of your sins may be forgiven Sabi nga natin? All. all. Okay, sabi mo? All. all. Okay. So, lagi big sabihin, lahat ng kasalanan mo, pinatawad, ng paginon. Yes. Amen po ba? So, if you have still a remembrance of your sin about yesterday, you have to place it in what Jesus has done for you. Okay, because you have not been forgiven of one of your sins last week or some of your sins a decade ago or uh, some of your sins yesterday. You have been forgiven all of your sins once and for all. Sabi ng Bible. Are you with me? Yeah. Malaking bagay po yung kasi kung... Alimbawa, in and out ka, in and out ka, in and out ka, okay? From being saved and then being a sinner, that is a hard place for you to be. Do you understand that? Are you with me? Now, the Bible is so clear that you have been forgiven all of your sins. Amen? Okay, palakpakan natin ang Panginoon. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So, we're going to look at this thing in uh, the book of uh, Ephesians. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Chapter 8. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 8, chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. How many of you still... Feel or felt the sting sometimes about the things that you commit wrong. The Bible says we stumble in a lot of things. We'll stumble in many things. How many of you still have? Probably yung mga iba sa inyo, yung mga matagal ng you don't feel that anymore because of what you have received. In the increased knowledge about your salvation, about your redemption, and about the forgiveness of your sins. And right now you are increasing in the knowledge about what Christ has done for you, not only in the cross, but what he is providing for each and every one of us in the throne of grace. Do we understand this thing? But to the new people who are attending in this church right now, I would like to give you a word that will be for your status as a saved person. Not a saved person and then an unsaved person again. Hello? Not a righteous person that was made righteous by Jesus and then when you commit something wrong, you become again an unrighteous person. There is no mixture of... Of that. Before you were in Adam, you commit sin every day, you commit mistakes every day because of the sin nature that you have. But now that you are in Christ Jesus, you were made righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ. Are you getting this? So you are no longer in the sinful nature just like us Adam had, you are now in the righteousness of of god in christ jesus you made you were made holy you were made righteous you were accepted in the beloved there is no mixture of that but you have to continuously grow in the knowledge of who you are now in christ jesus as a saved person as a righteous person As a person made holy by God and then increase in that knowledge every day. Are you with me? Increase in everything that has been given unto you that God had in mind when he went to the cross for you and me. Amen po Okay, now let's look at this. Romans chapter 8. Verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Is this clear to you? No condemnation? Okay, is this clear to you? Amen. When the Bible says there is no condemnation, there is no condemnation from the time when you have received Jesus until you meet him face to face. That's what this word is saying. Pero you have an enemy before, right? You have a devil who always reminding you about what you have done yesterday, right? That's why you have to know the Word of God and even memorize the word of God until it becomes a memory to you, a part of your program. Amen? Parang computer yan, okay? Kailangan palitan mo yung lumbang program. It's like a computer. You have to change the program of your computer. Amen. Because your mind, your brain is like a computer. It will remind you your past. But the Word of God is here so that we could protest against what is coming against what God has given to us. Are you with me? God says. You are no longer condemned, then you have to set your mind on the things that is above than your former thinking. Amen? You have to speak it to yourself. You have to remind it to yourself over and over and over and over again until this no condemnation word begins to eliminate all of those sinful thoughts and sinful actions over your life. Allah the more you think there is now no there for condemnation, you are able to escape sin. You are able to escape the wrongdoing. You are able to escape the wrong thinking. Come on. You are able to escape the sinful actions that you have been practicing over your mind. Why? Because this word takes a program, okay? It takes a space in your mind. It becomes your memory every day. That instead of operating in the wrong program of sin, you will operate in the righteousness of God. You will operate, you will begin to think right, you will begin to believe right, you will begin to speak right, you will begin to act right. Come on! So... The Bible is not about you going to church to find temporal relief. It's just because you have heard that the ship, Jesus, the lamb, was slain, okay, on the cross 2,000 years ago. And that you have to come to church to be forgiven again of your sins, to be washed again of your sins. It's just because Jesus went to the cross. No, Jesus went to the cross to settle all of your sinful accounts once and for all, you come to church to celebrate revelation of God. That you're no longer a sinner and there could be no, a mixture of a sinner to a righteous person. God called you a righteous person, a child of God. Yes. Growing in the knowledge of him. Whew, hallelujah. Last week, uh, I thought about the increase. Okay? Increase in the knowledge, increase in the wisdom. Amen? Increase in whatever you're doing. Amen? Increase in your lands. Increase in the blessing. Increase. Because that is who you are now. You are increasing in the knowledge of the word of God. And you're increasing in everything that you're doing and in everything you have been given. There will be no such thing as bankruptcy already over your lives. Why? because you have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness and you are now into the kingdom of light. That means to say all corruption and all bankruptcy is no longer part of your vocabulary. Hopelessness is not a part of your vocabulary. Sickness and disease is no longer part of your vocabulary. Why? Because you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. It's always in Christ Jesus, not in Adam, not in sin, in Christ Jesus. Not in unrighteousness, in righteousness, in Christ Jesus. Not in poverty, but in health and wealth, in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Come on, say it with me. In Christ Jesus. Okay, did you you know that the more you repeat a word, the more it becomes established in your mind. Neuroscientists say that. That the more you believe something, the more you think and speak about it. Actually, even though you're thinking negatively, when you speak the word of God, those negative words, those negative thoughts begin to be displaced out of your thought life. And another program takes place. Another fruit, okay? Because you have been... Born of an incorruptible seed. Remember this. You are born of an incorruptible seed. You are born of a seed of life. You are born of Jesus. It's, it's not a mixture of life and death. Come on. It's an absolute life that you have right now. Because Jesus is the life. And Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. Take away all. Whatever the world's program is trying to feed you or even religious tradition is trying to feed you. Get into the word of God and feed on the word and the revelation of who Jesus is to you by the Holy Spirit. Understand this thing. The word of God seems to be encrypted when you're reading it with your religious mind. Or you're reading it with the old covenant glasses or Old Testament eyeglasses you got to put on your new covenant eyeglasses that you are now in Christ Jesus. Just that, in Christ Jesus. Not in Christ Jesus on Sunday and then after you get out of uh, the building and then you stumble and then you go back to Adam, in Adam again, in sin consciousness again, in condemnation consciousness again. No. Are you with me? Okay, this was your status before. What is your status? In Adam, Right? What is in Adam? They ate from the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Now, because your status is in Adam, it's a fallen nature, and you can't do anything, okay? You didn't have the power to be able to become right with God. Amen? So, your status is in Adam. The Word of God says, when Adam fell, all humanity fell. When Adam sinned, all humanity sinned. That's your status. There's no escape to that. You could go to church every Sunday. You could go to church the whole week. You could say, I would come closer to God by devoting myself. So there are a lot of religious devotees. You could commit yourself and say, I could go to church even 24 hours a day and live in church and still be a sinner. Why? Because that's your status in Adam. You do the good. You do the bad thing. It's just because your status in Adam. That's your status. You and still, even if you have done good thing, you're still a sinner because that's your status in Adam. Did you get what I'm saying? Did you get what I'm saying, guys? Are you are you hearing me right now? Yes. Important thing. Important. Ito my brothers and sisters because this is an hour of what we call a divine revolution for the revelation of God that He has in mind for all of us in this time. Kahit anong gawin mo, gumawa ka ng tama, gumawa ka ng mali, sinner ka Why? Because that's your status. So what is the remedy here? What is the cure for this? Change your status. That's why there is an adoption paper available for us in the Word of God. That you have been cleansed and washed by the blood of Jesus. That you can become a new creation. That you can can become an adopted child of God. In which Jesus is the one who has arranged the agreement without you not even know what is in that agreement. That all in that agreement that God wants you to agree with is all good, perfect, holy, righteous. Now listen to me. You change, okay, from being a sinner, when you receive Jesus, what did the Bible say? You have become a child of God. You have been given the power. Why power? Because you can now, amen, operate your life, live your life in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, this is your status right now. Okay. So, you have been adapted. You have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Amen? Amen? Your spirit is brand new. And according to John chapter 14, verse 23, Jesus spoke to the apostles and even to the disciples that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is going to dwell in them. John 14, 23. Okay, so what happened to you? You are a new creation in Christ Jesus, right? If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Your old status passed away. Now, na old status mo kay Adam. All things have become new. You're a new creation. Where? In Christ Jesus. Now, listen to me. But the program in your mind, in your subconscious mind, it has become a program that you react on the basis of the program daily from what you have been programmed from the world, from your family members, from the environment. Come on, social media, religious traditions of men, and sometimes you're still acting as if you are in Christ Jesus, and then when you stumble, you go back to Adam status. Are you getting this? Okay. So nakai Christ Kana. Now in Christ Jesus, what is it that makes you do good? Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit, right? And not in your good works that you are saved, not in your good works that you are justified, but in the work of Jesus that He has finished for you. You could not do it, but Jesus finished it for you. You could not obey, but Jesus obeyed for you to the Father. Well, wow, man, are we getting this? Are we get, are you getting this? Amen. Please get it. Amen. I pray in the name of Jesus that the eyes of your understanding would be able to grasp this thing, this reality. Now, okay, this is how you are. This is who you are in Christ Jesus. Okay. So now that you are in Christ Jesus, is God expecting you to do everything and be perfect every day? No, you can be perfect every day because you're dealing with people. We are in this world, according to James, we stumble in many ways. Right? Now, because you are in Christ Jesus and he is perfect, who is in you, you cling to him by the grace of God. That's why we are saved by the grace of God through faith. Through faith what? Through faith in the person of Jesus. Jesus never commits mistakes. Jesus never sins. Get you po? Now that you are in Christ Jesus, you've done good. You're okay. You feel okay. Right? Right? Right or wrong? You've done good. You obeyed God. You were able to worship. You were able to give. You were able to tithe. You were able to do good to somebody else. But one day you stumbled. You did something wrong. Does that nullify your status does it nullify your identification? Does it nullify your position in Christ Jesus? No way. I said no way. It has nothing to do the evil thing, okay, or whatever wrong did you have done doesn't <laughs> nullify. Doesn't nullify your brand new status in Christ Jesus. Because you were made righteous by someone, not according to yourself. The Bible says, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, it's not by yourselves that you were saved. It's not by your good works that you can be saved or you are saved. It is by the finished work of Jesus for you and me. So, if you are in Christ Jesus, can you get closer or are you thinking of getting closer to God in the closest proximity that you could get closer to Him in the ways that religion has programmed us to be. Paano yon? I want to get closer to God today because I can feel that Jesus in me, maybe He's telling me to do this thing. So I'll go to church today, okay? I will worship today, I will shout today, I will jump today to get closer to God. I will even give today and after that, I will do and I will give things to people so that I will get closer to God. No. No, you have not done those things, pero God could never be closer to you than He is closer than when He was invited in your heart to become your Lord and Savior. Can you can you go please to John chapter 14 verse 23? on. out. Do you love God? Yeah. Amen. Why do you love God? Because he first loved you. Unconditionally. You can say I love God. Ooh, I love God. You, you don't love God. You're not obeying God. No. You love God because God loved you first. Yeah. You're not better than any man. Are you with me? Yeah. Hello? Now you can't obey. It's just because Jesus obeyed. He's in you. He's the one who's always triggering you, stimulating you. come on, inspiring you, commanding you and even if you fail, he will not get mad at you and be like a little child and say the child of man doesn't obey me. Ah. He does not do that. Why? Because he is Lord, He is our Savior, He is our God. And He understands every weakness of our understanding. Kasi yung weakness natin, our weakness is not always the weakness of the flesh, but our weakness in our understanding and even our comprehension in the knowledge of His Word. That's why every day you got to hear the Word of God, you read the Word of God, asking the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is not far from you. The Father is not far from you. don't bang ibang translation ito? TPT, the Powerhouse Translation. Ayon, For here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. You get it? You went to a big cathedral. You went to a big building. You went to a small building. You went to the nature. Amen. You went to the mountains. Or probably you were in your bathroom a while ago. And you just, you know, uh, begin, the spirit of worship begin to ooze out, out of your lips and say, Jesus, I glorify you and I thank you. And that you brought the spirit of worship here in the church to incorporate your spirit of worship, of spirit and truth with your brothers and sisters in the congregation of the righteous. And when we worship God together, the glory of God showed up. You got repressed. Are you with me? Or could we clap? Come on, give praise to God. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Now, before we continue Romans 8, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Because we're going to have communion today. Amen. And a certain particular scripture is very clear here when we're going to have communion because we are going to do these things for remembering the one, okay, remembering the one who died for you and me. Are you with me? Okay. Now, listen to me. This was your former status when you were in this, okay, or do you not know that the unrighteous? will not inherit the kingdom of God, do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. Okay, verse 10. Nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, nor the revilers, nor the skilled swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 11. And such were were Some some of you but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Such were some of you, actually all were, all of us in Adam. We did all of those kind of stuff, we can't help it. We committed adultery, I committed fornication, I am the thief. I stole, I became a drunkard, I became a drug addict because that's my status in Christ Jesus. I can't help it. I can go to church and feel a little bit forgiven because I went to church. I confess my sins to the priest. And a little bit of forgiveness I had experienced, but I have never experienced the completeness of that forgiveness of the sins because I never did invite Jesus to become my Lord and my Savior. And the Bible doesn't talk about you forgiving all your sins since you were small so that God will forgive you. He never say that. What he did is that. For us to be able to come into just one agreement together with God to receive his covenant, his promises, and all of the benefits of what he did for you is in Romans ten nine and 10. Let us review this thing. Amen. He did not say, if you will confess your sins, amen, if you will confess your sins, God is just and able to forgive you from all unrighteousness. Now, I'll tell you a little bit in 1 John 1, 9, why is it connected to this, and why am I saying this thing that we don't need to do 1 John 1, 9? Because 1 John 1, 9 is addressed to the unbelievers who were listening to Jesus by the time. Are you with me? Or to John by the time. Are you getting this? Because they were yet unbelievers, they don't know their status in Christ Jesus They don't know that what they needed to do is apply Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. What is this? Did you do this thing? Because if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, what happened? You will be saved. You got saved by accepting the one who has forgiven all of your sin, who became not just one of your sin, but who became sin for you and me. Once and for all. Para Para pagpumasok sa sayo, you do not have any sin anymore or remembrance of your sin from your past anymore. But your status, amen. Your relationship in Christ Jesus is the one, and the blood of Jesus is the one that is in your internal being, in your spirit, that will begin to wash the memory of your sinfulness. Amen. God bless your soul. You're struggling every day. Amen. Because of. Oh, a lifestyle that is, oh, ah, 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 I have a situation. What's your situation? I committed sin again. I so what do you do? I confess my sin again. No, you confess your righteousness in Christ Jesus. You, you confess and declare that you have been forgiven all of your sins because you have received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. That's what you confess. You don't confess all all of your sins, because all of your sins are blotted out, all of your sins have been forgiven in Christ Jesus, that's why you are in Christ Jesus now, amen, natin okay so what is this Pastor Eric uh, is it about the law that means to say I would not follow the law anymore now the law is not bad according to Romans 7, Romans 6 it's not evil But it is a schoolmaster to them that are lawless. When were you lawless? When did you become a lawless person? When you were in Adam, right? Hello? Actually, most of us did not even know the law. Because the law has been given to the Jewish people. It has been given to the nation of Israel. It has been given to Moses. It has been given to the Jews. That's why the Gentiles don't even know about the law. They were not conscious about the law. And remember this thing, if you're not conscious about the law, you're not conscious of sin. That's why Paul said, unless I have known the law, I were never, I was never conscious about the sin. When did you come to realize and know that uh, what you're doing wrong, okay, is wrong? When somebody told you, don't do that. It is wrong. Are you with me? Hello? Now, Romans 8.2 is this. That's why we live in grace. Say grace. Okay, Romans 8.2 What is the law? He made it so clear. What are the two laws right here? Okay, here it is. The law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Say it again with me, in Christ, say it, say it with your mouth, in Christ, Jesus, from the law of sin and death. What is the law of sin and death? Where did it come from? Adam. Adam. The moment you eat the fruit, you will surely die, right? Did we all die? Not yet. But did all people die under Adam? Yes, they do. You will die. But those who will receive Jesus will no longer die. The Bible says. You will die from this body, but your spirit and your soul will live forever because you are no longer in Adam. You are in Christ Jesus. Hello. Are you getting this? This is very powerful, brothers and sisters. This is very powerful. We uh, during uh, the time I was, I think, one year, two years, five years in the Lord, I never had an understanding of the fullness of the scriptures that I was reading. You millennials are very blessed. It's just because we are handing to you, okay, about the revelation of these scriptures. That today you don't have any garbage or even religious garbage in your mind. Before we have to fight religious garbages that we have heard from our forefathers, heard from the religious traditions of men, even preachers. Because there is a mixture Did you know that a mixture could be a place of deception to people? Did you know the deception? What is deception? Deception, you don't know that you are wrong. You've been deceived. That's why the Bible is so clear that when you read it, amen, it will be for your freedom. That's why the word says in the book of John 8, okay, if you will continue in my words, okay, and my words, either John 6, okay. You will continue in my words and my words continue in you. You shall know this truth and the truth will set you free. The greatest of the greatest that could happen to a life of a person is that to be set free from the wrong things you've been taught, you've learned. ...to be free in Christ Jesus. Are you with me? Amen? Amen. That today you could operate, you could do things... ...your creativity could go further... ...is just because you're no longer under condemnation. You're no longer I can't. You're no longer I hope so. You're no longer I try. You can operate because you are in Christ Jesus... You have the God kind of faith to operate things. You have the God kind of of faith to prosper. You have the God kind of faith to grow in your health. You have the God kind of faith to start all over. Amen? Are you with me? You have the God kind of faith to grow in whatever God has started in your life. There is always an increase of the God activity in your life because you're no longer a condemned person. You are a blessed person. Lakpakan Hallelujah! So, in verse 9 and verse 10 Romans 8, 9 You, however, are not in the flesh but in the spirit. Now, in the geographical point of view, your body is in here, right? But your spirit is not limited here. Your spirit has been wired back to God in heaven as close as God by the spirit in your heart. For the word of God says that you have been given a heart of flesh and God has placed his spirit in you. The spirit of God doesn't have any condemnation. The spirit of God doesn't have any accusation against you. That's how it is. That's how it is. Can you say amen to that? Can you receive that? Don't allow your mind to wrestle with the word of God. If there are vain imaginations and reasonings in your mind, your obligation, okay, your duty is to cast down every vain imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Are you with me? You have to captivate those reasonings that are reasoning against the redemptive work of Jesus in Because they will accuse you of something. They will bring it to a lower standard on how God made you right before Him. Hello? Could you see this? You are in the Spirit. You are not in the flesh. You live in the body. You have a brand new self in Christ's persona. Christ never separates from you. When he said, I will dwell in you, amen, and he said, Hebrews 13:5, what did he say? I will never leave you nor forsake you, but I will be with you till the end of time. Yeah. You went to bed last night, he is with you. You woke up while where you were dreaming last night, and before you woke up, he was with you. And he is with you. Today, he is with you. You're sitting together there with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus. You're connected with him. There is no separation. That's the bond that we have right now. Are you listening to this? Amen. You're not getting closer because we worship. You get closer to God. Oh, wow, I worship today. I got closer to God. I felt Him today. No. You worship. It's just because the spirit of truth is in you. You have released the spirit of worship from the Christ who is in you by the Holy Spirit. If anyone... In fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Can you receive this? Of course, it is in you. I do not feel like he is in me. It does not have anything to do with your feeling but my faith. It has nothing to do with your logic and your reasoning because faith is above your feeling, your logic and your reasoning. Faith is the substance of things so far. You believe the invisible things that you cannot see with your naked eye, but they are spiritual realities. They are the highest form of reality existing. That is the word of truth. Amen? Intelligence on the planet is this. You could know it in your mind about scientific facts, Okay, neuroscience facts, epigenetics facts, and it's true. They're catching up with the Word of God. Are you with me? They're not proving that the Word of God is true. No, the Word of God is proven, though without all of the scientific facts and everything. It is already there since the very foundation of the world. It is already there before, you know, the beginning and the end. Because God has no beginning. He has no end. He is the alpha. He is the omega. Amen. Come on, hallelujah. The earth will crumble in the coming time to be replaced by a brand new thing. It will be burned out, burned up. But remember this thing. God is into a progress for every one of us. We're going to be in a better, excellent, glorious, majestic place than ever before. (laughs) Could you shout? Hallelujah! (laughs) All oh, people shout when there's basketball. We shout because we're making Jesus popular. Amen. He is our Lord. He is my God. He is my idol. Ah. Amen. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm possessed of Jesus. Nothing can take his place over my life. Are you with me? It should be to you. Amen. You idol, idol. No. There is one. Who is my idol? I'm full for Christ's sake. I often say that. Amen. And I'm not ashamed to be a fanatic. I'm not a fanatic of any man. I'm a fanatic of Jesus. I'm a fan. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Now, look at verse 10. But if Christ is in you, say it again, Christ in me. Although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. Which is greater, your body or your spirit? Spirit. Your spirit is greater because it could influence your thought life. It could influence your brain. It could influence every membrane structure of your cells to the very quantum level of it. When you begin to speak a word to your body, your brain recognizes it. Amen. Hello. It begins to understand that there is someone that he must obey, which is the word of Christ Jesus, who created this whole body. The Bible says everything was created by him and for him. Only whether they be things on the earth, above the earth, or under the earth, or everything that was created as creation in the whole world, amen, including all the molecular structure that has formed all matters, came from Jesus. Amen. He is the beginning. The Bible says, John chapter 1, verse 1 In the beginning was the Word, and the Word became flesh, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God and he is God and nothing was made that which was made and in John 1 14 amen he came he became flesh are you with me it was grace and truth that has been made available for each and every one of us to believe give him clap today hallelujah we're going to have communion come on give him a shout of praise that's what you are here for brother hallelujah celebrate Celebrate, 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 come on, celebrate, oh God, release the joy, release the joy, hallelujah, I remember this thing, if you're weak, you know what, all you need to do is release the joy, why, because the joy of the Lord is your strength, Nehemiah 8, 10, the Bible says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a merry heart, does good life, a medicine. If you feel weak today, be merry. It's a choice. It's a choice. Don't wait for a stimulant, amen, or to, to, to stimulate you for strength, for energy, no. You begin to do it by releasing it, amen. When you are married, the endorphins, come on, the antibodies begin to. Come up into a place, oh, of dominion over disease, germ, over bacteria, over virus, and whatever there is in the atmosphere. Amen? Which is the word of fear. You know why people get this kind of uh, disease and coronavirus? Because of fear. They hear so much. They believe. Fear comes by hearing and hearing the word of the devil. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You choose. You choose life. Come on. You choose life. You choose life. You choose what you're hearing. Come on. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's look at the scripture. Come on. Get yourself blessed. Do yourself a favor. Amen. Do yourself a favor. Come on. Are you with me? You are in the table of God today. Choose what you want to eat. Don't eat garbage. Stop eating garbage. First Corinthians 11:23 and 25. Let's read this for our communion. You got all? Okay? Because what we're doing, okay, this may be a little bit of biscuit in it and a little juice in it. Now listen to me. This doesn't have any power to change you. But it will become if you mix it with faith in the word of God. What will substantiate this is our remembrance of who we are in Christ Jesus. Hello? Okay. Ano he niya? 1 Corinthians 11 23 to 25. For I received from the Lord what also I delivered to you. Verse 24. And when he had given thanks, are you thankful today? Amen, are you thankful today? Alam po ninyo, tayo hindi tayo sanay nagpapasalamat kasi sa Diyos. We're not used to it, you know, and always giving thanks. Gratitude is very important. In life, gratitude is very important. What you give thanks to everything you've been given, you will attract more. Hindi kayo nakikinig, iba yung pinakikinggan nyo, pinakikinggan nyo. Huwag niyong pakinggan muna yung nararamdaman ng ano nyo, yung iba sa inyo, maaaring gutom na. Pakinggan niyo ito. Pakinggan niyo ito para mabusog kayo. Okay, be thankful right now. What do you have? Come on. Get your mind into it. Get soaked into it. Come on, soak nyo. Soak your mind. Be thankful right now. Give praise and be thankful. Let it out of your mouth. Come on, let it come out of your mouth. Thank you for your life. Thank thank you for your life. Okay, the Bible is saying 24 and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Okay, no come Before what we're doing is that you have to check you might be having a sin. So you're not worthy to have communion. Is that not what we have been taught before? In grade school, when I was in a Catholic school, they're going to say, you're going to check. You might be sin. You're not worthy. You're going to be worthy, you know, when you take communion. The Bible is not saying, do it in remembrance of sin. Do it in remembrance of what you committed wrong. Do it in remembrance of your sin- or your condemnation do it in remembrance of your unforgiveness he didn't say that but he's saying do it in remembrance of me do it in remembrance of what Jesus did for you he forgave all your sins you're a brand new man do you know that God doesn't call you a fornicator, an adulterer a thief no more he calls you a child of God The Bible says he justified you. Yes, there are laws in the land, but they are not above the law of God. What is it? Grace. Grace. That's why the love of God is unconditional, brothers and sisters. He didn't say, I will love you if you take that away. No, he didn't say that. I love you with an unconditional love. God doesn't give to us unconditionally or conditionally; He gives to us unconditionally. Twenty-five. In the same way, He also took the cup and supper, saying, "This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood." Say <laughs> hey, to me, "New covenant." New covenant, he repeated it. What did he say? Do this as often as you drink. He didn't say not just in the church, as open as you drink. As often as you drink. Did you have your breakfast this morning? Did you say, Jesus, I do this in remembrance of you? Come on, I'm remembering my covenant. I'm partaker, partaking right now of this communion. Did you know that you're doing communion and you can do communion in breakfast? You can do communion in your merienda? You can do communion on your uh, midnight snack. Now am I kidding? No, you do it in remembrance. What are, what are you doing with your life? But doing it in remembrance of Jesus. Father, we're so thankful of these things because... Whatever we are doing right now, we're doing it in remembrance of you for the glory of God. Right now, we can forgive because we have been forgiven all of our sins. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. If you are hurting, you might be resenting people over your life. You might be mad, you might be angry at your past. Forgive yourself, forgive other people. Forgive because you have already been forgiven. Live your life in grace and in peace. multiplied, because you have been forgiven. Let's do this today in remembrance of Jesus the greatest of what He did for each and every one of us and even for humanity. That we may be one with Him. Let's all drink. Let's all eat. Remembering His finished work. Remembering His love for us and His goodness towards us. His grace, His mercy, His compassion. Thank you, Father. We love you for sending Jesus that we might receive Christ For the forgiveness of all our sins and the access to the throne of grace. By the Holy Spirit in Christ Jesus, let's all eat and drink right now. Hallelujah, can we celebrate, can we rejoice today? Amen, just rejoice, amen Feel the presence of God in here, in here, amen Begin to talk to Jesus, talk to the Holy Spirit and just rejoice Remember this thing, there is already a blessing assigned for you today I said there is wonderful blessing, surprises that God assigned to your life today just say thank you jesus healing belongs to you not tomorrow but today receive it receive it breakthroughs are taking place right now just say thank you jesus for my breakthroughs thank you jesus for my increase come on begin to thank him right now come on take a moment of thanking jesus come on in remembrance of everything is doing over your life. Thank Him for your husband. Thank Him for your wife. Thank Him for your children. Thank Him for your business. Thank Him for your ministry. Thank Him right now. Thank Him. Hallelujah.